Levels, levels. Levels, levels. So I, I texted you tonight to see if you were ready. Yep. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm here. Yeah. I, I, you know, you were ready. You were, you were ready pretty fast. I mean, it wasn't lightning fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we we don't we don't do that anymore. So you're you're pretty much phasing lightning out of every segment of your operation. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean that's fair. You you could say that. Are are we going to talk about this more in Tech Corner? Well, I I can tell you we aren't just phoning it in this week. <laughs> <laughs> this week is going to be full of Apple puns, isn't it? Oh, just you watch. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd. Welcome. Uh, weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Friends, where failure and flubbing the cold open is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I guess it's pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I clearly you're 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 still flustered by the why does Todd get all the dad jokes? That's just <laughs> it's throwing you for a loop. So yeah. you, you don't even know where we're at. I really don't. I, this thing is so bad. It's like it's like the week where you read the yeah. welcome. Like, yeah. whoa, 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 what are we doing here? <laughs> <sighs> the educated idiots did that several weeks ago where Dan read the open instead of Doug. And I'm like, no, 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 full stop. And I totally get it why we got the reaction that we did when we did that. Yeah, yeah. I'm amazed that episode would have even aired. <laughs> <laughs> Feedback, follow-up, and updates? Sure. Yeah. Toddler number one listened and has nothing to report. We'll take it. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's good news. Did you get anything? Um, no. Nothing Nothing from Lisa? Nope. Okay. Uh, we got an email from Jesse. Yes. We got, we got a rather lengthy email from Jesse. I'll, I'll, I'll give you uh, toddlers. I'll give you the abridged version due to numerous budget constraints at the technology at the Taylor center for technology policy. They've, they had to let their satellite offices go and part ways with the plane. You mean before we got our opportunity to use it? That's weird. I would have never seen that coming. (laughs) That's weird. Couldn't believe that. On the upside, they did leave behind their wireless access points. So oh, we can, excellent. Yeah. Can put, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I apparently got demoted. I was, at one point, if you remember, a very senior fellow. Apparently, in, budget cuts are all over. In my mind, you'll always be a very senior fellow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yes. Yes, I will be at least five months very senior. What's your new title, though? What's your yeah? What's your new title? Assistant visiting scholar. And for the record, that is not assistant, assistant to the visiting to. scholar. Assistant, no, assistant to the visiting scholar. <laughs> no, Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I like the sound of that. 
boy, this Pepsi, this Pepsi is looking pretty low. <laughs> Dwayne. FD. FD. <laughs> this accolade is a testament to your exemplary efforts in influencing the TCTP across various platforms, including podcasts like the educated idiots. So there you go. The promotion. Uh, hopefully if I do some more promotion, I can earn my title back. So, so anyway, I am uh, showing some influence in the community. My best to you both Excelsior, Jesse Taylor, founder and chair Taylor center for technology policy, Ruby Valley, Nevada. Wow. That is, that is a Howard Johnson's level de-escalation of locations. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a classic story. I mean, it's, it's, you know what it, to me, it, I mean, to, I, I don't know what I'm talking about here, but that's never stopped me before. What it sounds to me like was they, during the course of this podcast, the, there was a large expansion of the footprint of the Taylor center for technology policy, similar to what happened to, you know, let's say Krispy Kreme. And then at some point, you know, the, the, the economy changes and, and, you know, then there's a, there's a reckoning. So, you know, hopefully they'll, Hopefully they'll make it through this. So, yeah, that is, you know what? That is a blockbuster of an analogy. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I deserve that. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Let's see. Danny texted us. Just, just uh, do, do me a favor. Don't, don't ever rewind that joke. <laughs> be, you want me to be kind? No, don't rewind. Don't rewind. Oh, no. yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Danny texted us. Danny texted us apparently on week one of the Manning cast. Yes. They showed a Jets fan flipping off the Bills fans. And Peyton says, hey, Eli, he's like you out there. And Eli says, no, no, Pete, I give the double. That was just a (laughs) single. You know what? You got to own it. You got to own it. Yeah. Thanks, Eli, for owning it. Oh, so, uh, so, so there was that. I don't think I, I don't think I had any other feedback. Any, uh, any corrections? Okay. Well, so, um, actually this, I suppose could fall under travel stories, but I'm going to, I'm going to put it here. I was sitting on the, I was sitting on the plane flying back from Orlando last night and I was, I was super tired. It was end of the day. Right. And sitting on the plane as we're taxiing in Atlanta, flew from Orlando to Atlanta. And over my shoulder, I hear a conversation. Oh, that was a really long taxi. And the other guy says, well, it is the biggest airport in the United States. I think it's in the world. Um, actually. It was all I could do. No, no. Keep your head down. Mind your own business. Just no. So I, I didn't. I mean, okay. okay. Right. They, they like, got close. They, okay. Okay. Right? okay. Listen, that, listen, uh, listen. I understand the, I understand the confusion, right? You, you, sure. you mistook. They're both start with B. You, you took busiest to mean biggest. Okay. Okay. Busiest based on the number of passenger movements, not even based on, I don't believe it's busiest based on the number of passenger movements, not on the base of, of, of plane movements. Yes. Uh, d- d- uh, yes. Or or on or on footprint. Yes. Or on, yeah, right. Uh, right. Because right, biggest yes. biggest is 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 area, not busyness. Right. Yes. But I did none of that. I I managed to keep my mouth shut 
and not lose any teeth. So there you go. If that was followed up by, you know, this plane has the same engines as the seven feet. Oh no, no, I can't, I can't like that. No, I can't. I can't let that stand. Kevin, can we get this guy some plane knowledge? <laughs> okay, how about so I, again? That could have gone in travel stories, but it felt like an um actually because I desperately wanted to say um actually. So, uh, how about how about some follow up? Yeah. Hey. So since we um, since we last recorded, there's been some. There's finally been some movement on the uh, in the Spanish football saga. Luis Rubi- Rubiales, uh, the the chair of Spanish football, he resigned um, his position. Uh, we talked about all the the problems that that he created, and then doubled down, and then and then when pointed out that he doubled down on problems, he said, um, "Hold my beer," and then went full nuts. He he did resign. Yeah, when he's being when he's accused of sexual harassment, you do not want to use the phrase "going full nuts." You never know with this guy. That's, that's true. entirely possible. Maybe he did. Yes, that's fair. Okay. On the, Sorry. On the other I, I, on the other hand, you know, maybe he didn't. I mean, he's not a coach at Michigan State. Okay. So anyway. Uh, oh. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Different <laughs> sexual abuse scandal. Okay. A couple of things on the way out. As they say, you know, we've we've talked about Luis is going to Luis, however. When he resigned, his reg- resignation he his resignation or his his quitting thing he it didn't include an apology didn't refer to the scandal didn't say anything uh about any of that he uh let's see his comment was i have faith in the truth and i will do everything in my power f- so it prevails yeah i think we know the truth and it's prevailed and it doesn't look good for you the biggest reason he actually probably failed, uh, he resigned, wasn't because of the scandal. He pointed out, there are powers that be that will prevent my return. I do not want Spanish football harmed by this disproportionate campaign against me. I make this decision after affirming that my stepping away will contribute to the stability that will allow Europe and Africa to continue together in the dream of 2030 that will bring the biggest event in the world to our country. So he martyred himself, quote unquote, he did nothing wrong, but he's stepping away so that the men's team can play the World Cup in 2030 in Spain. Yes. Yes. Then you think, thank God this thing is finally over and he's gone. And then, and then UEFA, which, which controls European football looked at that and said, we can top this because not only serving as the chairman of the Spanish football federation, he was also a vice president of UEFA. So after he stepped down, UEFA made a statement in supporting, thanking him for his many years of service as a vice president of UEFA. They did that. UEFA created this year, This year, they created a football board specifically for women's soccer because they didn't have one. This was the inaugural meeting of the 
of the women's soccer football board. And UEFA used that as an opportunity to thank Luis for his many years of service. Jesus. They, they're doing it on purpose now. They're yeah. they, they specifically, this is what, this is what trolling looks like. This. <laughs> yeah. If, if there's a bright side to any of this, at least his mom can stop her hunger strike. Yes. Thank goodness. It's uh, really, yes. you know what? All that was doing was harming women. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. By the way, that was another part of his statement. He actually said that his daughters have been targeted unfairly because of these malicious allegations. So this is this whole this whole witch hunt against him was really hurting women. <sighs> anyway, there you go. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. For now. I don't know. Anyway, there you go. There's my follow up. Also, since yes. we last recorded, the yes. Iowa Hawkeyes played another football game. Oh, hey, how's um, how's uh, what's his how's uh, Farron's the the uh, I, the kids would call him a nepo baby, right? Yes, yes. yes. I mean, yes. he's he's like a forty year old man at this point, but whatever. <laughs> how's he doing on his on his climb to three twenty five? He has to average twenty five points a game. Yes, the. F- First week he scored, they scored only 24. Yes. Week two, they scored only 20. He's now, for the rest of the season, now needs to average 28.1 points a game because he's going the wrong direction. Yeah. Okay. Well, history says, though, that 28 points a game ought to be no problem. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. I if If I were him at this point, I don't know, whatever he thinks he's running, I would be going to look up every game, every piece of game film of a Mike Leach, like air raid, you know, any of that, like, yeah, I, yes, he might want to be either studying or packing. I don't know which, but he should be doing one of those. Well, we'll see. We'll be back. This, this, um, according to Jake, this is this year's toilets to touchdown ratio reminder. Yes. That's what this is. That's what, so this, that's the, it's under follow-up for a couple of reasons. A, we've been talking about it and the callback to the toilets to touchdown ratio. So we'll, we'll keep you posted here. Yeah. Lisa actually thought that when she heard that, she's like, oh, that's like the thing you did last year. I'm like, yeah, the thing that we thought was funny and was going to last four weeks stretched Lasted. into week 13 because <laughs> the bar was so low. Yeah. Okay, so uh, it's time for, oh, hey, look, it's time for Tech Corner as uh, sponsored by the Taylor Center for Technology Policy. Oh, yeah. Hey, so uh, so this week there was the big um, Apple September event. Lots of news came in, coming out of there. Eh. Well, so before before any of the products, they announced release dates of all the new operating systems coming out. Right. So even if you don't buy a new product, you can update your device. I believe iPhones, iPads, watches, Apple TVs, and maybe the AirPod Pros are, I believe, being released on the 18th of uh, September. So in just a few days, get the new iOS 17 and... Um, 
And I read, even if you're not getting a new phone, this is like getting a new phone. There's some really cool, I mean, there's some really cool stuff with it. Again, we talked about earlier, like the the change in the way that they do the autocorrect yep. is like that alone might be completely worth <laughs> that. So yes, yeah, so that's just part of it. If you have a Mac that can have the upgrade, I'm looking at you, iMac, literally, that I'm recording on, which can't get the upgrade. Anyway, <laughs> I believe that is being released on the 26th, which is earlier than anybody thought. So, okay, there's that. That would nope. also mean that my old Intel MacBook isn't getting an upgrade either, is it? Nope. Maybe no. not. Is it on the current one right now? No, it's not on the current oh, yeah, one no, now. No, no, so it's no. not. No. Are you kidding? No. This thing's running on coal. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hold on. I got to crank my MacBook up so that I can. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so the, the, the Apple announcement, they did announce a few new products. Um, there's a watch, watch series nine and ultra ultra. The, the second version of the Apple watch ultra. Is it an ultra watch pro? Nope. Nope. Just, it just ultra. Be. Okay. Well, no, it's the first new. It, so it would be Ultra S, right? Isn't that how that? No, never mind. Look, they already have a hard enough time. Don't give them any more stupid ideas. <laughs> none of that. I mean, none of it's like super amazing. The watch is on a very slow cycle time. None of it's super amazing. Uh, there's nothing worth like, oh, my God, I have to go get this. What I will say is the last three or four versions of the regular watch have all used the exact same chip. So this has actually got a, a brand new chip in it, which actually should make it a little, you should actually see like things work on it faster, which unlocks sure. a few new things. Again, not the reason to move to it, but if you go from an older watch, this is like, if you went from a, if you went from a five to an eight, you'd be like, eh, okay. I think if you go from like a five to a, the nine or a six to a nine, you probably get a little bit more of a bump, but there you go iOS, the, so then they came out with the phones, iPhone 15 and 15 plus, and then the 15 pro and the 15 pro max. I would have to say looking at the, um, the, the 15 and the 15 plus some significant enhancements to the camera. Like, like, yeah, that's what I read. Huge. It goes from a 12 megapixel to a 48 megapixel sensor. 24 usable like actually this should be we haven't read nobody has anybody who's taken pictures with it haven't written anything yet those probably won't come out until next week but actually this should be an inc a big jump in the in the camera they're the same price as last year so which is there was rumors that these are all going to go up so technically with inflation they're actually less money than last year like realistically Again, you don't have to upgrade, not a reason to. And then the big the big feature across all of them is they all of them are getting rid of lightning and they're all going they're all going to go to USB-C. So good news, the probably you've got USB-C cables already. Yeah. And uh something interesting, now that they've gone to USB-C, I don't know how much this will work for other stuff. If you have an iPhone 15, and you have your light, you have your USB C to USB C cable. You can now use your phone through the cable to charge your iPod Pros 2 with the USB C port. 
Or if your watch is low and you happen to be carrying your watch, the cable with USB-C, you can plug the phone's USB-C cable. Sorry. Yeah, you can plug the watch's USB-C cable into your phone and then use your phone. So it is now a $900 battery bank for two devices. How does... How does it know to charge the watch and not use the watch to charge the phone? I'm guessing somewhere in there, somebody, somebody kind of pointed out like, look, let, th- th- this is the, this is the way to do it. Like there will never be a time in which like, oh, Hey, by the way, can you, my phone's almost dead. Quick. Give I have me a full charge on my watch. I just need to. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Um, pre-orders for that will probably happen. So, um, the watches are on sale now. The pre-orders probably will start before this, <laughs> before this comes out. They start at like, uh, 8 a.m. on Friday, the 15th pre-orders on the 15th and the new phones start shipping on the 22nd of this month. So overall, actually, yeah, overall. Okay. there's nothing major coming out with all these phones, but the cameras on both of the models are big jumps this year, big usable jumps last year. The pro had a, the 48 megapixel chip, but it couldn't really use it unless you wanted to shoot raw, which is then a lot of extra work. Oh, and by the way, one other interesting thing on the phones that support. Yeah. Dwayne's like, it's not interesting. Uh, he's laughing, trying to. You say, but okay. Dwayne, have you ever have you ever used your phone to take a portrait mode photo where it blurs the background? Yes. Yes. I believe this is on all of them. Starting this year, it you don't have to pick you can still pick portrait mode when you take it, but the camera basically when it looks at it, it if if portrait if it could do portrait mode, it gets all the depth information when it takes the photo anyway. So when you go back and look at it if you want to apply portrait mode after you've taken it oh that's cool so you don't even have to be like oh do i want to blur the background no just point shoot and then go oh what kind of like and they also showed and this is where things get wild they showed you can change in those photos because it has the depth map you can change the focus point of the photo after you take it so it showed the person in front is in focus and the person in back is out of focus. But then you're like, oh, it got the wrong. Per-. And again, not on everything. This is just on ones that it know it recognizes people or pets. Yeah. But then they showed, oh, I wanted the person in the background to be in focus. So they tap on them after you're after it's all done and taken and it changes the focus <laughs> of the photo. Which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. That would be really helpful when I'm trying to take photos of my niece, Lizzie, running cross country, you know, and there's six people going by and I'm trying to get a photo of her and it focuses on the person next to her and she's blurry. And then I could, yes, that would be good. I will say the whole, that whole 5X optical, 120 millimeter optical zoom and the pro and the pro max, the big, the big expensive one, the best use case. Why do you need a telephoto? It's for usually for parents who need to take photos of their kids playing sports because uh-huh. you want to get closer, right? Like uh-huh. that's what it, that's yeah. what a lot of telephoto lenses are used for is, Oh, it's one of them out there running around. Yeah. So 
Okay. Well. You know, sometimes I try to set that up. Yeah, yeah. We just had a massive technical failure and had to reboot and everything else. And then instead of giving me a heads up that that's what was coming, I was like, oh, now how are we going to get back into, oh, oh, I see. Oh, we're just dump, jumping in the deep end. Okay. So the question this week. Yes. For something that Todd ought to know. Todd. Yes. Do you know how Jim Harbaugh spent his first Saturday of suspension from the university of Michigan football team. Do you know what he spent his Saturday doing? Okay. I'm going to, by the way, I'm going to defend myself. Yes. Not only is this something that I should not know, this is something I don't want to know. I barely want to know that Jim Harbaugh is still involved in football. So I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm playing this game under protest. Just want that to be clear. That has as much effect as it does as in Major League Baseball. I protest yes. this game. Yeah, it's still a okay. loss, buddy. <laughs> um, okay, what did he spend? Okay, flippantly, my first answer is he was suspended by the university from coaching his football team because he allegedly lied, allegedly, not allegedly, lied directly to the uh, NCAA about impermissible benefits and basically flaunted them and which makes me think that he actually spent it coaching the university of Michigan football team, because that's the way he would send, spend his, uh, his, um, suspension. Cause that's just the kind of guy he is. That said, mm, I'm going to go with <gasps> preparing to be the backup quarterback for the New York jets. That's, that's not that. Well, no, no, you're not going to get a bell for that. But he did do something that was football adjacent. Okay. He was part of the chain gang for his 10-year-old son's football game on Saturday. So he's on the sidelines. There's pictures of him holding the the marker and the down marker stick and flipping from one to two. And that's so that's what that's what he spent his time doing. Can you imagine? the youth league referee who shows up to this game and is like, look, I just don't want to get yelled at. And then looks over and says, okay, men, we're going to, is that coach Harbaugh? (laughs) Oh, this is going to be terrible. (laughs) You know what? I'll take the other sideline this week. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. I mean, you know that good for him. I mean, he made himself useful. Yep. Fine. Finally. (laughs) Did did he offer to buy the entire youth league pizza after the game? Because that's what got him in trouble to begin with. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, this report doesn't say anything about whether he did that or not. That's a good question. Okay. We should follow I, up on that. I'm going to be honest. I didn't win this game, but I feel like I win it because if I would have known, that means I would have read about it, which means I would have had to pay attention to John Harbaugh. Or Jim or, Harbaugh, Jim or John or John, John or Jim. I don't either one. I don't need to pay attention to him. So the fact that I didn't know it and you surprised me. Yes. Uh, I took the loss officially, which is a positive for you. And I took the loss around a Harbaugh knowledge, which is a win for me. Oh, well, in that case, 
Okay, what's next? Oh, hey, it looks like it's a Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week. Ah, okay, what'd you bring? Um, okay, so this weekend I was uh it was the opening weekend for the NFL. Uh-huh. My Denver Broncos, it's getting harder and harder to say. Uh, took on the, uh, their, their rivals, which is also getting harder to say, cause they've lost seven in a row to the Oakland, Los Angeles, Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, <laughs> I think I got that right. Yep. Um, okay. Sponsored by Mayfair, uh, Mayflower, Mayflower for all your moving. Ne- nope. That's the Colts. That's the okay. Colts. That's um, yes. yeah. Yeah. So. During the broadcast, they showed a player and said, hey, this guy was elected one of the team captains for the Raiders. Wow. I mean, the players or the coaches, whoever votes on it, some teams, the coaches select, some teams, the player. Anyway, what an honor. Obviously, he's he's well respected. And the other person in the booth said. Well, they've got nine team captains, so it's not that big of an honor. <laughs> so <laughs> real quick, you have a 53-man active roster. <laughs> Only 45, plus the extra quarterback, get to dress on game day. But if we talk 53, nine times, nine times, <laughs> Mrs. Bueller. Thanks, Thanks yeah. Ferris. Yes. <laughs> Nine captains out of 53 is 16% of the team are captains. Good middle management, I guess. I mean, that seems seems overly tough with the captains. But anyway, in my mind, my thought was, yeah, you know what? Um, It's sort of like being a team captain on the uh, Los Angeles, on the Las Las Vegas Raiders. It's kind of like getting a participation trophy. Here's your jersey. Here's your team captain. Everybody's a captain. Everybody wins. Really, really, uh-huh. you just way to go, which allows me to declare the Las Vegas Raiders as idiots of the week. That that too makes you happy. It does. This is, I can't, this I can't, is I can't, what's making Todd happy. It's idiot of the week, but I can't declare them losers of the week, which would have made me even happier. But I can <laughs> declare them idiots. Seriously, can't do fourth and three. You can't even pick up three yards. Anyway, how about you? What's on your what's on your list of idiot of the week? So this story I, I found in the New York Times. General manager of a motel just outside of Atlantic City was having problems keeping the pool clean. I can understand that. That's 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 harder. Is, that's harder to do than it looks. Right? <laughs> You got leaves, you got bugs, you've got people in it, at, you know, in a pool, at a motel, you got, got lots of people. That, you have stuff that just blows into it. Yes. 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 Right. So on Friday, September 1st, she walks out and it's covered in blue stuff that was turning the water green. Huh. Well, that's weird. Drain the pool, wash it down, fill it back up. Three hours later, people are swimming again. A few hours later, the next morning, she comes back again, and the pool is now neon yellow. (laughs) She she checks the security cameras. Nobody's driven by. There's no cars. Nobody has driven past and thrown something in. It's really weird. The mystery evolves, right? So she called 
the Galloway Township Police Department to talk to them about it. And she says, it's got to be a drone. And he says, well, you know, you might be onto something. So they got with the FAA. Okay. And the New Jersey State Police in the Absecon Police Department. And they tracked a drone as it flew from the Quality Inn to Comfort Solutions and Heating, a nearby business. And there they arrested the owner, Patrick J. Spina, 45, who has since been charged with multiple counts of criminal mischief and harassment. He was operating an unmanned aircraft via remote control and using it to drop packets of sea dye into neighborhood pools. <laughs> so, like, you, you remember you remember in Top Gun where Maverick and Goose hit the water and then there's this coloring that goes out so that they can be found? Yes. Yeah. That's what he was doing. He was dropping these packets of sea dye, not just into her pool, but other pools. <laughs> the arrest put an end to a mysterious summer of irritation for the residents of the city of Absecon and neighboring Galloway Township. <laughs> Ask about a motive. He said he'd just been pranking people. And after that, a, a, attempts by the New York Times to reach Mr. Spino were unsuccessful. <laughs> <laughs> She said the pool first turned green on June 22nd. And at that, at first it was like every other week. And then it started happening more frequently. Last week, the pool turned green on consecutive days, Thursday and Friday. Uh, she figures this cost them. Well, they just got done replacing the ceramic finish, which costs more than $10,000. That probably has to be redone. And between closures and the cost of water, and cancellations from hotel guests who canceled because they couldn't use the pool cost them over $20,000 over the course of the summer. Oof. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Patrick I, Spina, 45, of Absecon, New Jersey, my idiot of the week. Uh, I've been dying to tell you that. Wow. I. That is both like, are you kidding me? And it's also thinking, oh, I'm surprised we don't have more of this already. You're Googling yeah. it right now, aren't you? <laughs> well, I I may have in the last month haven't uh, had to take multiple uh, tests around uh, to get certifications uh, to pilot drones in multiple countries. <laughs> and so uh, I'm like, on one of the tests... One of the tests, it said specifically, I was not allowed to drop anything, but I don't think it was on both of the tests. Which country? So then it got me thinking like, wait, which country am I allowed to drop things from my drone? Which I should know because I now hold, uh, uh, it's not pilot's license, it's certificates to operate a, rec a drone in a recreational manner. Um, so yes, that's what I was, I was Googling. Uh, apparently, uh, in the UK, I am not allowed to drop anything from my drone in the uh, certification level that I have. Um, the FAA, however, uh, although this isn't necessarily uh, applying to recreational, this might be a different part. Uh, it basically says you can't drop anything that creates a hazard to a person's or property. That seems about right. The UK is like, yep. listen, just don't drop anything. Just don't, just don't. And the FAA is like, I don't know, bombs away. Just you know, don't cause don't hurt anybody. Yeah, don't hurt anybody. How about die in a swimming pool? 
Well, is it a hazard to persons or property? I mean, it's safe. It's safe. It's non-toxic, right? Yeah. Yes, it is non-toxic. True. You may yeah. you may be charged for harassment and by the local cops or whatever, but technically, according to the FAA, yeah, yeah. let her fly, buddy. <laughs> Great. Now I have a history in my browser of can I drop things from my drone? So now, if anything happens in the undisclosed location, somebody's <laughs> going to get the browsing history of everybody here, and I'm going to have people at the door. You were searching for if you can drop things. Hmm? No, it's for a podcast. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is where it a popular is that? podcast? Yeah. 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 No G, no space. All right. Then it's on right. All right. You're coming with us. <laughs> Why wouldn't you have a G or a space? I mean, that makes it hard to find. I don't, I think that's a, you know, I mean, this entire podcast is just a cover for you dropping crap off your drone. <laughs> oh, uh, like I said, I was in Orlando this week. A couple yeah. of travel stories quick. Yes. Um, I'm in Orlando. I'm coming back. I, we're, we're sitting on the ground. So after the taxi story, they asked us to hold our seats because some people had some really tight connections and I had an hour and a half. So if you're not in a hurry, if you could please just hold your seats. And I didn't really have an hour and a half. I actually had more like 20 minutes, but whatever, regardless. I'm like, I'm good. I, I only have to go two terminals. I, I'll jump on the train. I got no problem. Right. I go down the escalator. Yep. Well, that. Okay. So station is closed and walk to the next station for train service. Fuck. With the A. <laughs> so I walk to the next station. And you know how the, the, the stations in Atlanta are kind of staggered. So they were using the, the near station for both down and back. So they were having to do the stagger thing. The next train going my direction was another six and a half minutes as I'm walking by it and keep walking by it. <laughs> Shit. Fine. So uh, I did make my plane without issue. Uh, and closed your rings. So that's... <laughs> and I, you're right. I did close my rings. That's right. Yep. So, so that happened. Um, and by the way, I mean, this isn't the way you get to see it, but, uh, you also got to see some pretty interesting, uh, let's see, you're going from a to C there's some decent artwork, yes. uh, along there and a bit yep. about the history of Atlanta, uh, yes, which is, uh, which is nice. Uh, really quick, Todd's quick travel tip for anybody. If, if you happen to be uh, going through Atlanta and you have time, don't take the train, um, walk, uh, walk between the terminals. Um, they've got a great art collection down there and the history of Atlanta, um, is very interesting, including some of the problematic parts. So, um, yep. it's, it's well worth your time. If you have time to walk, that's one of the airports that they actually give you something to look at. If you're running behind, uh, run and you'll see the artwork later. That's fine. It's not that great. It's, it's not, I mean, it's not the Mona Lisa isn't down there. So just keep right on moving. <laughs> huh? That's smaller than I thought. I'll get it going. <laughs> so, uh, that's, that, that was my, that was my travel this week. What are you watching? Um, well, you know, we had, uh, we had Sunday the NFL kicked off. So watched, watched some football, um, did you watch yeah. some disappointing football? Yes, you did. Yes, so did I, I did. 
Yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Um, and uh, we went down a bit of a YouTube rabbit hole on a guy who does walking tours of places in London um, and gives you all this little behind the scenes or whatever. And we went into some of the areas that we have been in extensively. And he, we're like, hey, we were right there. And he's like, you ever noticed this? And we're like, no. And this is what this means. That's interesting. Uh, <laughs> So now when we go back, (laughs) 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 got to have a hobby. Um, So now we know what to look for. Um, So yes, uh, some, some YouTube and some um, uh, YouTube and football. Um, Yeah, that's, that's been, I mean, there's been some shows as well, but, but nothing sort of major to report. We're, we're getting ready to launch the next round of, of uh, fall shows, um, all two of them that are coming out. <laughs> How about well, you? What are you watching? Well, Wrexham dropped, so I've already watched episode one. Last night, that was the comment. Hey, I think this came out today or tomorrow. So uh-huh. that's the yeah. one that's, yeah. We watched it tonight while we were cooking dinner. Uh, and uh, we were in this phase where there was nothing on, nothing that I really wanted to watch. So on HBO, is all three seasons of the newsroom. So I went back to start watching the newsroom again. Do you have HBO? Uh, we have, we have max. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, we have max. So you have yes. max. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is now 10 years old. Okay. Actually 11 season one is 11 years old. You should go back and watch it. You really should at least like the it's first ripped from the headlines today. <laughs> today, yes. Well, no, it's not ripped from the headlines today. It's like it knew everything that was going to happen. It predicted the insanity. It predicted the insanity. And if you don't remember, you should at least go back and watch the first three episodes. After that, it it tends to get you know more into the office drama stuff. And, and there's still some of this, you know, headlines and how do you manage, you know, the news and how do they, you know, how do they do the news and not do entertainment? And I mean, there's still that theme through, but boy, the first three episodes, Oh, Oh, it's worth, it's worth your time. Well, that's probably a good recommendation because basically we pay for max to watch Oliver. Uh, we pay a lot of money to not watch Oliver right now. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Yes, like like uh-huh. a lot of money to not watch Oliver. Um, do you want me to go first on what I learned? No, you want to go I'll, first. No, go yeah, your story's better, so I'll go first. You, you, think? Can, you, you can bring it home. Okay. Um, well, good luck with that. Well, no, no. I mean, if you want to go first, feel please. No, 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 no. go ahead. Okay. No, what do you got? got? No, I just no. talked. No, go ahead. Okay. All right. This show is. You can tell how much we rehearsed this. Okay. Rehearsed. Um, so last Saturday I ran, I ran another half marathon and, yes. uh, and this one was a little different. Um, left the end of school's location, had to go drive to this location. Um, it was it's a little more up in the mountains. So the, the place, the, the, the finish line is at, uh, 5,800 feet. It's a town, 5,800 feet. And, and then we loaded on the buses early and then we went up the canyon 
uh, up into the mountains and they shut the canyon road for four hours three hours three or four hours they shut the canyon road so uh the the park that we started in is at uh it is at 8200 feet of elevation woof so so we start at 8200 feet and then basically the course is the first 10 10 plus miles is down the canyon so you drop nearly 20 you drop 23 2400 feet of elevation in 10 miles then hang a left and then get on the trail and the trail system through town is pretty flat for the final three miles um so it's we're up there it's 6 a.m waiting for a 7 a.m start they have the heaters out. It's a little chilly up at 8,000 feet. Getting ready. Okay. Race starts. Race. Right. Run. It's a run. I. Some people were racing. Some people were absolutely racing. I was in the run portion of this. I'm okay. not. I'm just right. Anyway. Um, I've been doing a bunch of, there's a, there's this theory that you do a bunch of really slow uh, training. You, you keep your heart rate way, way low, which means you may be doing running or walking or like, if you see me out, training you 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 think there's no way a human could move any slower and still be making forward progress that's what it looks like when i'm out training anyway we're going down a mountain for 10 miles so i'm like yolo let's see what we can do um and so i start going and all of a sudden uh i'm putting in some good times uh i did one mile one of the miles in the middle of it one of my splits was um four and a half minutes faster than what my training time is. So wow. Flying no, down. You're here. not saying you did a four and a half minute mile. You were just four and a half minutes faster because those cut, are two different things. No, yeah. No, no, no. I cut four and a half minutes off four minutes off of my regular training time. Nowhere near four minute mile still. Yeah. Okay. 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 Then I'm thinking, okay, Heart rate's high. That's fine. This is fun. And it is gorgeous. I mean, we're up in the mountains. The road is closed. So you can, you just, you're running in the middle of the road and there's mountains on either side and there's a creek because that's how the, that's how this whole thing. So there's a creek beside you. We started before sunrise. So the sunrise is coming up and I mean, every, it's just beautiful and flying along. And I'm like, man, look how, you know, whatever. Then get done. Okay. So the last three miles, I was like, I, I've probably gone faster than I should. Those last three miles are going to hurt. Like not pain, like not injury hurt. Just like I'm going to pay a price for this. And, and I get on the trail and it was like, yep. Okay. Now it's, that's not great. Didn't even take into account that I'm at 5,800 feet still, right? Like I'm still at 5,800 feet and now I don't have the, I don't have gravity helping me. Okay. The last mile just sucked. Just sucked and i all i wanted to do was move like like just get to that tree in front of me and then i can walk okay i made it to the tree get to the next tree and like you're just faking your body the entire time of just like oh we'll we'll walk soon anyway finish get the finisher medal um get the get the free breakfast burrito the free ice cream etc cetera, etc cetera. come back home Drive home, Melissa says, how'd it go? I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. I mean, I finished 20 minutes faster. I knocked 20 minutes off of my personal best. 
Wow. I'm like, I'm just wrecked. But okay. What I didn't take into account was I assumed running downhill very quickly for 10 miles would be hard on the knees and my knees didn't hurt. And I thought, oh, tomorrow morning when I wake up, my knees are going to hurt. But it turns out it wasn't my knees. My knees were fine. But during the early game of Sunday's football, I could no longer stand. (laughs) And if I stood, I couldn't sit. (laughs) (laughs) And I really couldn't walk. <laughs> uh-uh. And apparently, uh, especially your your quads act as giant shock absorbers. <laughs> uh-huh. And they worked really well on Saturday. And they needed to take Sunday, Monday, <laughs> Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday <laughs> off. Um, for about 48 hours, uh, it was almost impossible for me to get up out of, it was easier for me to just roll off of a chair onto the floor and figure out how to get up than stand up. Oh no. Because my legs didn't work. They just said, nope. I'm out. No. Um, it was about two days of actual uh, significant pain, including while I was sleeping. I woke up in the middle of the night. Nope, legs still hurt. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> After 48 hours of that, it started to go away, feeling better today. I think by tomorrow I won't be feeling most of it. But anyway, um, I should have trained. Uh, Lisa says, well, what could you have done differently? I'm like, well, apparently running downhill, you're supposed to train running downhill. She's like, oh, that would have been a good idea. I'm like, yeah, had I thought about that, um, now I know. Uh, anyway, that was stupid. Um, it... Uh, that was more painful than everything I've ever done. Most of them I finish and because I'm not really like, give me a couple of hours and I'm good. Take a day or two off and then I can do a light jog. This was terrible. Um, excruciatingly, it was painful. Um, and I got a $25 coupon off for registering for next year. So I'm going to do that. I got to get that done when we're done recording. Um, Cause it's a beautiful run and maybe I can take another 10 to 15 minutes off my personal best. Take it from a guy who also does things without training. Yes. It is not good. I feel your pain. And mind you, like, like I put in 10 to 10 to 11 mile runs prior Uh to doing this, but most of it was flat or small hills. Not now next year, by the way, when this is going to become up on my calendar, I'm going to go, Oh, I should probably do that. I should train. Or I don't train, I don't do the three to six weeks of training I need to do to be prepared for this. I just go run it. If I'm incapacitated for three days, what do I want to do more? Train for three to six weeks (laughs) or just suck it up and lay around and watch football for a couple of days. Uh And we're going to see how next fall goes. Okay. Because here's the other thing. What I'm hearing is for about 80%, of your activity, you were fine, and then your battery gave out. That's and then one the way. last percentage was awful. That's one way to look at it. Yes, yeah. Huh. Now that you put it, now that you put it that way, yeah. Huh? Had I thought about that, I wouldn't have told that portion of the story. <laughs> huh? How about you? What did you learn this week? Uh, so I was at, I was at a conference, I was at a convention working, 
and in the booth next to us, there was this big crowd, huge crowd. Who draws that kind of crowd? Uh, well, this was this was a meeting uh, that was the the audience is GLBTQIA plus. I'm like, I should know. I should wait. I should know who this is. I should. I should know who. Ah, it's Aja from RuPaul's Drag Race. So I took a picture and I texted it to you and Lisa and Amy. Hey, can you name who this is? And I get crickets out of the three of you. So I send another picture, a little better one this time. And I still get crickets out of the three of you. And then because our booths were right next door to each other and my booth was serving coffee and it had couches, Aja came over after she was done with her set and sat on our couches, drank our coffee, hung out in the Wells Fargo booth. So I guess we got the free benefit of that. Uh, and I and I talked to Aja for a while in our booth. I also talked to Aja's manager, who is a 65-year-old, four-foot-three woman. <laughs> who, and she... The, the manager reps lots of drag queens mm. because today in the booth, I'm home. I flew home last night, but today in the booth next to us was Trinity the Tuck. And you missed it. And I'm, and I missed it. I, I missed the opportunity to go, Oh, Hey, new nose. <laughs> uh, for the record, after I told, after Lisa found out, at that picture she's like oh Dwayne sent me a picture and said you know who this is she thought you didn't know and was asking and no. it was sort of a random picture and then I said oh well they're 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 at a LGBTQ plus uh, event and and then she goes oh yeah that's Asha so a little context a little context and we can help you out here <laughs> Wait. Because, because to be completely honest, the last thing she knew was Dwayne's in Florida. Hey, who's this? I don't know. It's probably not a drink. Oh, it is. Oh, oh well. <laughs> need oh, some in help. That case, yeah. yeah, yeah. But thanks, thanks to you guys, I knew who it was. I knew who these people were. I'm like, oh, hey, look at that. Um, the I I and I will say again, much like on the plane from the other story earlier. I resisted the urge to tell Aja that on a po I, I have a podcast and for two old straight white guys, we spend an inordinate amount of time talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. Wasn't on the original list of topics that we thought we were going to cover. <laughs> and yet here we are now playing guess the drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> Music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with visiting scholar Todd Prins and assistant visiting scholar Dwayne Johnson, <laughs> wherever you get your pods. Sure hope that doesn't catch on.
Uh, you can find us by just searching Talkin' in the number two. There's no G and there's no space. You can check out our award-winning merge on Zazzle. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler3187. I hope she had a good race this weekend. Uh, I haven't gotten an yeah, update she, yet. She had a real race. So she, yeah, that's like yes. a real race. <laughs> you had a you, you, you had a downhill run. She had a race. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Although I got free ice cream after, so, you know, hey. I think we're both winners. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy and DJ to go Cedar Valley. Send us your feedback. We're, uh, we are still looking to do another one of these episodes out of time. Uh, we've got one in the can. We're really looking forward to uh, playing for you our conversation with Danny Byers. Um, so we've got that that we will release at some point. If you would like to be a guest or if you have content for us, send it to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? Okay. I think I've, I think I found a loophole in the Brian Farron's uh, contract. Uh, he needs to hit 325 points, correct? Yes, correct. Okay. Right now he's averaging 22 points a game, which with the current schedule means he's not going to make it. However, it's not that he's not scoring enough points. It's that they're not playing enough games. If he scores, if they score 22 points a game and they simply play 15 games, he can get over the line. So all they right now, they only have 12 games on the schedule. It's not that there's not enough points. They just haven't scheduled enough opponents. So after they finish up with Nebraska, if they just keep playing every week, I, I say by the middle of December, they have a decent shot. Um, at going at, at getting him that number. So, you know what, just, just keep playing until we hit three twenty five. Um, and while, while you're laughing, um, there is a non zero chance that that actually could happen. <laughs> does he get, Be assuming they make a bowl, does he get to count the bowl game toward his, to toward his total? I don't know. I, I I would assume every contract, every piece of that contract is favorable to him. So, uh, so yes. Oh, wait, hold on though. I mean, they get to play Nebraska, uh, Rutgers, uh, Illinois, Western Michigan. Okay. M maybe 16 games, maybe 17. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have more follow-up next week. We'll be back. We're here. We're talking to Todd. <laughs> They wouldn't be the first athletes to say we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't score enough points. We just ran out of time. Well, no, that's why there's the big clock on the wall. So you knew how much time he had left. Cliche has never made any sense to me. Well, that's okay. They, yeah, they, they, they didn't, they just ran out of time because they didn't go up and they didn't, they didn't high point the score. Oh, sure. That, oh, yeah.